Hi, I'm Tay. And I'm Emily. And this is Raised on Reality. A comedy rewatch podcast where two friends talk and snark. Mostly snark. About the reality shows that raised us. Welcome back to Raised on Reality. Yes, welcome back. I don't know why I said that so weird. Anyway, welcome back to Raised on Reality. Um, this week, we are switching gears. We're doing an episode of John and Kate Plus 8 with a guest. But before we do that, we're going to get into our jurisdictions for this week as of August 10th, 2023. Yes. And a lot has kind of happened this week. A lot. Like, not super major. St- well, actually, that's not true. Like, a lot of major stuff, according to me. So <laughs> I think first up on the docket, just get it out of the way. Josh's appeal got denied and I say that thinking back to like all the times I feel like not all the times but I feel like there was a point in a podcast a couple episodes ago where we talked about it and I was like oh yeah it totally got denied because I thought it had I thought so too apparently it was not official but now it's official his appeal is denied so he will remain in prison for the full time that we expected he's staying in prison y'all mm-hmm where he belongs yep So second was this week, Jenny Duggar celebrated her 16th birthday. And I just had to put it down because that's just like such a milestone. And I can still remember, like I've said before, when she was born, I remember the People article. I remember them all sitting around Michelle and like she was wearing like a yellow shirt and she had the clown hair still. Yeah. And I remember pretty clearly like when Ginger and Jessa were that age and they were the older ones and now... Mm -hmm. I know. It's so wild. Like Jenny does not seem like she should be 16. It still feels like she's like eight or nine. It's crazy. I know. It seems like they just will be forever, but I know she's 16, which means Johanna is what, 18? I think so. I think she'll probably, if she's not already, I know her birthday's in October. Okay. That's crazy. I I feel like they all celebrate it, like her and Mackenzie and maybe even Jenny. Mm hmm. Yeah. So that was just something I added because I just was like, shout out to Jenny. I hope you're doing well. I hope driving is going well. Mm-hmm. Or she yeah, was, wait, well, she probably started driving at like 11. Well, that's true. Well, and I feel like in Arkansas, I don't know if you can drive alone at 15 or if you can get, I just felt like they had like some kind of advanced like, like permit yeah. when they turned 15. But wow, 16. Mm-hmm. Crazy. I know. So just like a little snippet of like a good glimmer of good news is Fena was, um, I can't think of the word I was just about to use. Like spotted? Yeah. Jill posted a story (laughs) of Derek petting Fena in their kitchen. And so good news, Fena's still alive, still with us. Didn't this happen like right after you asked in the podcast, like, where's Fena? I don't know, possibly, because I don't remember when that was already, but I've definitely like looked on like Reddit and stuff because just to make sure I hadn't missed anything. (laughs) But this week she popped up in one of Jill's stories. So that's good to know. I hope she's got a good living situation. (laughs) That is good. I wonder, though, if they were like, oh, shoot, people are asking. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. And I mean, that's got to be hard being like, yeah, our dog's still alive. We just don't show her all the time. Yeah. 
But for like people like me where my dogs are the only thing that I talk about or like show people, (laughs) that's why it's like always on my mind. Mm -hmm. So now that's all out of the way. I know Emily, I know the Welcome to Plathville season five. Is it five already? Mm -hmm. Okay. They dropped the trailer. Yep. It comes out in September and a lot is going down. I am pretty sure. I'm just going to say now I'm like 90% sure Ethan and Olivia are no longer together based on her last like five posts Mm -hmm. had nothing to do with him. He wasn't, he didn't even make an appearance. And then he posted something a few weeks ago and there's a lot of speculation as to whether or not he was wearing the wedding ring because it's Mm -hmm. really hard to tell. But Olivia's posts are very much posts you would expect from a single 20 something year old. Like she's going to weddings without like being a wedding guest, not just a Mm. photographer, but a wedding guest without him. She's hanging out with her family without him. She's going on a lot of trips and traveling without him. And I mean, sounds sounds like living her best life, but I really don't think they're together anymore. Um, We know that Barry and Kim have separated, but they're not officially divorced and that Kim is a new boyfriend. She's been a little hell on that commercial. And a good, I mean, good for her, I guess. I don't know. I thought it was going to be more. <clears throat> okay. So with Ethan and Olivia, I followed them since the beginning, kind of, um, mm-hmm. before I like zoned out. And Olivia's always kind of seemed like a single girl. She's, unless she posts specifically about him, that I'm not a, really a fan of any of these people. Me neither. Because they're all just so cryptic and I can never get a good read on any of them, except for Ethan. I do like Ethan. I think he's a nice guy. But as far as like Barry and Kim go, I was like, I was expecting the trailer to be more dramatic as far as like Kim's arrest and everything. Like, did they show that? I don't think so. I really want to know more about that. Okay. Because I was assuming if it were even going to come back, I was assuming that they were going to cover that. Yeah. And so I kind of was waiting, but I guess we're just going to watch her live her best life, even though she had a DUI. (laughs) and she's the person that she is I don't know I just it just seems very produced still it does and like everyone makes mistakes however she is so hypocritically like my kids will never even have soda let alone alcohol or any of the junk in the world and then she turns around and does that so like that's what bothers me the most is just the hypocrisy of it all And it's sad, though, because, I mean, she's avoided that for so long, probably with the fear that she would be her mother, and that's kind Mm -hmm. of exactly what happened. And that is really hard. But on the other hand, it is, like, you're right, she has preached that for so long and been so high and mighty about it that it's like, okay, girl, I want to see, like, I think you owe us a little humility, you know, a little transparency. Mm And yeah, I mean, I feel bad for the little or not little, the younger girls that are still at home because now like it's like she like turned in the the mom forms and is like, I don't want to do know. this anymore. She like, literally oh. walked away. Yeah. She, and those kids aren't adults yet. And she's like off getting DUIs like that's, I don't know, of course, it's not a mom thing to do. Um, But yeah, I feel bad for them. Um. And 
Yeah, I think Ethan and Olivia's marriage was doomed a long time ago. I think they were way too young to get married. Yeah. Whenever, like, someone asked Ethan in the last season about Olivia, he'd be like, don't know, don't care. It's like, okay, dude, that's See, your like, wife. that, they're still true, they're still, like, dramatic. It's like teen mom yeah. relationships. Still. They were way too young to get married. Um, and they should have ended it while they were still young before they could mess it up even further. Agreed. <laughs> and make it even more awkward. And destroy yeah. each other's family. Right. And tougher for Ethan. Mm Because Ethan could be, like, Olivia, I'm not worried about her. She's not, I don't care about her. I'm sorry, I don't. She just, like, is fine. Like, Ethan, I want him to have a good life. I want him to find somebody that will actually like him, you know, and spend time with him and not treat him like a zoo animal. Like, oh my god, isn't he so cute? (laughs) Because he said this. Like, that's how she, I mean, again, I haven't watched in a long time. But I feel like that was their relationship. Yeah. And you just go along with it. You could tell he was just like wanting someone who was still very much into farm life and cars. You know, I I just think they they really didn't consider any of their differences when they got married. Well, but also they didn't have that many differences when they got married. And well, the but, yeah, they, they, they did have were kind of, I feel like, were far off goals and achievements that, like, each other would, were thinking, like, oh, that someday, Olivia is, like, someday I'll go to Italy and take pictures at weddings in California and, like, but <clears throat> I think they should have been honest with each other from the beginning. Yeah, and yes, they grew up in the same circle and they both kind of had that rebellion streak of, like, oh, I want to like get out of here I want to not live this life anymore but I don't think they really talked about what that means for either one of them I know yeah like individual goals I mean it's the tale as old as time like if you get together young and you don't experience things with other people Mm -hmm. I'm saying this as someone who's done like nothing with my life but still like you don't experience things and you don't have like your wild stage or Mm -hmm. your carefree stage and after again like with them like after five ten years you get to the point where you're like wow that wasn't even worth it I want to do that now yeah that just sucks for all of them although I will say when that first headline kind of came out the rumor that they were separated from her sister like her sister Mm -hmm. was the one that put that out I thought I saw something that said like Olivia said oh I haven't spoken to her and a year or like she yeah. doesn't know anything so I don't she, know if she's just yeah, trying to cover her say, ass or see like, like it wasn't no it wasn't really a she's wrong and we are still together she never said those words she never said no that's not true we are still right together. it was just like well you know we haven't spoken in in years she discredited her but it's like why would you even yeah. have like that's pointless mm-hmm. I just didn't understand it yeah. So anyway, I I'll be watching. Can't <laughs> wait. So now we are getting to the main event. The reason, well, not the reason. We do jurisdictions all the time, which I'm sorry the last episode didn't have jurisdictions. We recorded them. I went to edit them in and there was nothing there. So apparently I didn't record it. So I'm sorry about oh. that. Um and it wasn't anything cuz like last week was really dull. Nothing really happened. Yeah. But this week we have 
<clears throat> a lot to talk about with Amy and Deanna. So I... Yeah, we have their little lovely TikTok pulled up. So Friday night, I'm like laying in bed. <laughs> I was dog sitting, so I was laying in bed with a dog. And it was probably around midnight and I went on TikTok and I saw that Emily had sent me this TikTok. And I was like, huh. So I opened it and this was the TikTok. Big news. We saw Anna. Mm-hmm. Um, I was hugging my friend's mom and I looked up and she was literally a couple inches away from me. Um, we were at a friend's visitation that passed. Y'all. What does she look like, Mom? Oh, my gosh. She looks so angry. She looked furious. so ticked at the world. And she's obviously right there in front of me. So I was like, oh, like completely startled by the fact that she was literally, I haven't seen her face after years, you guys. And I said, Anna, and I kind of patted her back. And she said, just give me space. She said it. We gave her space. We walked away. I gave her space. I didn't make it a big deal. Yeah. Nope. You didn't hug her. And I walked away. So you guys, she knows that I have been talking about her and how I've been trying to reach her. Right. She obviously knows that I'm putting this out there that Anna, like, you don't have to be alone in this. We're here for you. We're going to protect your children. All of that. But y'all, she made it. We love Anna. We love oh, the yeah. children. We want them to get help. We want them to be free in this crazy net Bill Gothard thing. I'm telling you. So she made it clear tonight, though, that she does not want our help. Mm-hmm. She does not care for our help. And that she's going to do whatever Anna does. And there was a, a little girl with her that was crying, just bawling her eyes out. Know if it's one I don't know if it was Jennifer Mason. or if it was her oldest daughter i'm not sure but she was bawling her eyes out and i didn't get it she she was like turning her head so i couldn't really see who it was but she was bawling her eyes out and tomorrow's the funeral tomorrow was the funeral so i bet the whole family will be there there (laughs) but you know you guys i i will never stop trying to defend children and try to protect children and okay so that was the gist of it because by the end she's just talking about defending them and mm-hmm. you know everything that she's been saying what were your initial okay. thoughts my initial thoughts okay I was cracking up I'm sorry okay let me <laughs> okay I wasn't really cracking up but not at like how bad Anna is or anything but just the fact that Amy is like like what the fuck is she on did she just have seven margaritas or something they both seemed like like on so giddy about it which was weird like it wasn't really like a family event to them it was like a celebrity sighting and they had to like come blab to us immediately like like they turned the corner and started recording themselves that's literally they left the visitation building oh my god I hope that that wasn't from the funeral home I hope that like they like waited till they got home well not that much better that's much better but also like my first thoughts were Amy this is so wildly inappropriate Mm -hmm. that these people this is not it's a visitation you can talk about this and it's a family event and 
yeah, there's lots of reasons why it's inappropriate. But yeah, first of all, like really disrespectful to the family who lost someone. And she was just so forward about like, I'm sorry, you've got to be super inept with social skills to think that Anna would want to hug you and see you after (laughs) and she's like I've been trying to reach out she knows so she knows that I'm trying to help I'm like I didn't know you were trying to help her I also like have kind of iced Amy out because she's just saying the same bullshit (laughs) what were your thoughts it was like a high schooler like can't wait to gossip and tell you guys this this was like uh victorious she just went on the slap yeah and like posted her thoughts she was just on one and it was like Mm -hmm. oh my god it was weird it was like like even if amy is or even if anna is evil like she made her sound to be that's still so wildly inappropriate i would not i would not violate her privacy like that yeah i don't care who you are like i don't think i would have done that and if i did i wouldn't have been this egregious about it yeah but then i i also can't help but wonder or think like Anna is definitely putting her kids in danger. She won't let them get checked out by CPS. She is wholeheartedly defending her husband who, I mean, he's a pedophile. Yeah. And she's wholeheartedly, yeah, she's wholeheartedly defending him and letting her kids be around him. So I don't really have a whole lot of sympathy for her. I did in the beginning, but now it's like, she has so many people that have offered to help her get away and offered to help her kids. And she's just, I'm standing by my man. Mm-hmm. And it's so egregious to me. Yeah. Just the fact that she, they were buzzing. They couldn't wait to get home. Once again, Deanna sounds like an idiot. <laughs> like that one video that I, have you watched this where Fundy Fridays reacted to it? And it just makes mm-hmm. me crack up while <laughs> I was watching it because Dina's just repeats, just parrots things that Amy says. And it was like that video where, oh, it was when Josh's cell phone got taken away. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Remember? remember? Yeah. And they were like, why did he have a cell phone? But what why? was he doing with this? What cell phone? was he doing? And, and like, yeah. And Dina's like, uh, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh my God, you guys sound so stupid. They, they don't sound like it's like their family they're just like guess what celebrity we ran into Uh, literally and it was just but the very first time I watched this this is what entered my mind I still can't hear it but I know what it is god why doesn't that work did you at least hear the tiktok yeah okay well (laughs) what that was supposed to be was yep that's amy's theme song until proven otherwise it's just and then i watched okay so also i think you might have even you might have gone to bed or i just i i don't know i assume you'd gone to bed because everybody goes to bed before me but after i watched it literally i just watched it and I got the notification that she went live Mm -hmm. so then I went to her Instagram live and I was watching it and she was more just explaining where she was and like why she posted it and it was more calm 
and mm-hmm. she explained that um it was her friend it's just so weird because well at first I was like why if it's like it sounds like it was like one of her best friends why is Anna there but I was like I just chalked it up to being a small town they just know everybody and like whatever but then I found out that it was the sister or sister-in-law of Josh's lawyer yeah so that makes sense to why Anna was there but I honestly I can't blame Anna if that's really what she said I don't like her yeah she doesn't deserve to act out and she doesn't deserve peace but I would I probably would have done the same thing I would have been like get the hell away from me but it's funny too that Anna was Anna got inches away from Amy like very very close to her and then said just give me space right or she didn't have to go up to her and I think in the live it's Amy kind of was explaining kind of the logistics of everything and it sounded like they were in line waiting to like see the uh, not to see the body but to greet the family you know and like when you do like the visitation line yeah and apparently she said Anna was behind her and that's why she didn't know because the way she explained it was so difficult to understand like she just like she just appeared I don't know out of the corner of nowhere mm-hmm. but it sounds like Amy said that Anna was behind her which is like okay well if I can all it's just it's just all it's just such a crazy story to begin with that I don't even know what to believe but it also was like why would Anna want to be behind you I feel like if I were Anna I would I avoid you I know like if, if she got that close to just say give me space she didn't have to go up to her at all right like yeah uh, well, it sounded like Amy tried to hug Anna as well, like when she turned around. Yeah. Which is fucking bold. It is. I would like to expect that Anna would want to hug you back and like come crying to you after everything that you've said. I'm not on Anna's side again, but like really bold of Amy to expect Anna to think Anna would just be like, oh, Amy, I'm so sorry. For real. Help me the only one I can trust like what the fuck are you talking about stop I know I don't I don't know what silly they expected Amy's so fucking messy yeah and then that story that she posted like yesterday where she just casually mentioned she like went to the park with Jessa or something Mm -hmm. it's like yeah you were really trying something like just casually in her little list of things that she did that day like did laundry went to the bank went to the park with Jessa and came home made dinner <laughs> like we know what you're doing mm-hmm. but also maybe that's her way of saying like Jessa's speaking to me oh for sure that's all that's her whole point of making the video right it's just I don't know I just I don't think I'll ever understand why Amy chooses to say and do the things that she does fame fame I, I mean I, I guess so I really didn't think so at first but after shiny happy people and now this I'm like yeah she like there's no excuse there's no reasonable explanation she can veil it with protecting the children all she wants but she just wants his attention and wants his yeah because if if this family like you were their cousin but they weren't famous would you want to be around them or have anything to do with them? Probably not. 
No. I mean, if they were nice to me, but no. But they, I don't think they really were. That's true. <laughs> yeah. I think I it, it's, it's all just the fame. Yeah. I think it's just the fame. Mm-hmm. And I think it's also clinging on to the family that the, that existed when you were like a kid. Yeah. When they were still normal. Yeah. Not normal. Well, <laughs> not as crazy. And yeah. um, when they were closer. Right. Um, yeah, because I'm not going to, I feel like she was at their house a lot, like as a kid before, like Josh even was born, I bet. So yeah, I'm sure Amy spent a lot of time with them while her parents yeah. were working and yeah, <clears throat> but <sighs> she's a mess. Definitely. Yeah. So I think that was our jurisdictions for this week. Yes. Yeah, so now we're going to get into John and Kate plus eight and we have a guest with us. Yes, my friend of 20 years, like this year it's 20 years, Tay is my old neighbor. We grew up next door to each other and we used to watch John and Kate and I would make her watch the duck. I basically made her watch everything that I watched, (laughs) but I was like, oh, we're absolutely having her on for John and Kate because that was our show. So she came on and we had a really good little conversation about the first episode of John and Kate plus eight. And I think you're- yeah, so enjoy that because I know we enjoyed recording it. Yes, enjoy. Enjoy. Emily, that's Tay. Tay, this is Emily. You guys Hi, have a lot in common. Being that I'm obsessed with you both. And um, <laughs> I will either be at your weddings or crash your weddings. I'm just kidding. You'll be um, there, of course. Yeah. And... Oh, what was I going to say? Oh, Emily was sick when we went to the drag show. She was supposed to come. Oh, no. And then her sister was the one that was there with Katie. So she's met Sarah. Okay. I was like, the red hair. Yeah. I was like, you look familiar to me. (laughs) Yeah. They're like identical twins, but not. They're like Annie and Katie. Oh, no. I don't think we look that much like. You do. Annie and Katie really similar. I don't think Sarah and I look alike. It's like, I look like Annie and I look like Katie, but if people know Annie and Katie, then it's like, well, you don't look like any of them because they look like (laughs) each other. So it's just like a weird thing. But also Tay looks just like her sister and her sister's kids are the cutest kids ever. And they look just like Tay. Oh, they could be my kids. (gasps) Are they going to be your flower girls? I think so. I think so. We'll see how it goes. Um, six and three. Oh, oh that, that was perfect six. flower girl age. Yeah. So it'll I be feel fun. like the it'll last time we, I feel like the last time we talked about them, they were like three and zero. It's so wild. I know. I told somebody that Lucy was going to be four the other day. And I was like, why did I think that? She's not that old. She's still a baby. Yeah. <laughs> like, anyway. So yes, I've gathered you guys here today to talk about our favorite thing, the Goslins. So I feel excited. like Tay and I go way back. This was like our shit. And it shouldn't have been because we were like 10 and 12, but it, it was. was mine too. I'm, I was. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, yeah, Emily is a, that's why like Emily and I get along. Like Katie and Sarah were like, uh, they need to be friends. They're both like obsessed with the Duggars and are like shy and weird 
not really, but like, and it I was mean, meant to be. Hello, we do. Yeah, we do get along really. We have a lot of things in common. Yeah. I feel like we all struggled and suffered when they got divorced. And that was a sad day. Can't even yes. believe it. And Rip. just like at the jump, like as I was watching the the show and they were just like saying some things, I was like, there's no way that y'all fall out of love. Like they were so happy, but we can get into that later. Yeah. I know. I still remember the one, I feel like all of us can think of this one scene. I don't remember what they were doing, but he like was in the kitchen. He like walked in the kitchen with her and it was like casually like, oh, what do you need? And she went, and like kissed him and gave him a hug and I was thinking like oh my god they love each other so much I like still think I'm like that was like a weird but like nice because it was just like they paused and like were kind of like married for a second like actually liked each other for a minute yeah they have some moments like that but yeah it's so funny rewatching because even in the theme song of them narrating I still like hear some undertones of Kate being bossy and him being over it yes I just hear the tone (laughs) yeah the hello heard around the world oh yeah oh my god also when I was watching this I like obviously the episodes were like 20 minutes so I watched a bunch over the last couple weeks she hits them a lot (laughs) Not like, like, I just didn't pick up on that, but like really like smacks him like on the knee or just like, and it's, you can tell that she's not thinking about it. And she, I can see where she might not mean to be so aggressive, but like, it's there. She did it a lot. Oh yeah. There's an episode where they did a compilation of all of it. Oh Oh, my God. (laughs) What episode is that? I'm going to watch it. Uh, one of the ones where they answer questions from people. Okay. Oh my gosh, I forgot that they did those. I mean, yeah, those were fun. I think it was, it, was some, it was something like, "Why does Kate always hit John?" They did a compilation of him of her just like <laughs> slapping over and over. Yeah, I guess starting out like when I turned it on, I forgot the intro, and the intro just took me all the way back. And I watched it. I'm like, okay uh-huh okay it was like two minutes long mm-hmm. and for TLC that's really long oh yeah yeah I was like holy shit this took forever it was just very like even in editing they could have like made the transitions like a little bit quicker well there but... was a lot of back- background music yes once it got started I was like kind of saying it in my head mm-hmm. and I'm like okay like that's next line and it was just like do 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 like And then I think like the next season, they really chopped it down because this like the first one was what they like described all the kids. So they definitely like shortened it for time. That was necessary. But it was cute. Like the only one I wrote down was Colin is stubborn, but kind. But kind. Colin. I think was it this episode or another episode where they're like sitting in the living room and she's like, Colin or Joel really loves nail polish. Yes, and they would like pet her toes. Yeah, she's like, he just likes to sit. He just pets my toes. But I think it was another episode, but still, I was like, oh my God. Mm -hmm. Just the things that stood out to me, I'm like, I remember that. Oh, yeah. 
Watching just the intro, it was like I was seeing all the episodes play in my head at once because mm-hmm. like all the like, different clips. Mm-hmm. And then it just like brought me back to watching it on the couch, on cable. Like it was mm-hmm. so nostalgic. Yeah, I, I could was not like, believe it. No, I'm like sitting at the bar in our house, like with that really old little white TV watching it. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so it starts like all the babies are awake. And I can't remember, I said Maddie, but it looked like Kara was walking them down the stairs and she's like helping Hannah and Leah walk down the Mm -hmm. stairs. And I was like, oh my God, another moment where I'm like, holy shit, I forgot how cute these babies are. And their little overalls. (gasps) Stop. I was dying because I don't like kids. I don't think a lot of kids are cute. Like you have to, it has to be a really cute kid and they're all so cute. And the green Um, carpet that green carpet oh my god I was gonna say that sends me back the green carpet the yellow walls the yellow walls and then like the burgundy carpet upstairs I was like how does that transition because like it was like upstairs was burgundy downstairs was green and the basement was green oh my god like everything I'm Um, surprised Kate was okay with that yeah I know you'd think it must have like covered up a lot of stuff, but I'm Could sure you imagine if she had than, like, white carpet? Tell me. <sighs> well, that is what I would assume someone like her would have like hardwood or carpet or white, like something that doesn't match with kids at all. And then right. she would freak out that it got yes. messed up. Right. I could see or like have it even though she has so many kids. Yeah. Like despite that. Yeah. And like and worry then- about it <laughs> as if she is allowed to do that. Exactly. Because that sounds good. Point. Yeah, that yeah, that's true. And she has her pre-Karen hair here. She hasn't quite gotten the spike. It's getting there. It's getting there. It's shorter. It's just like getting yeah. ever so shorter. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and so they're at the table, and Maddie's like, I'm gonna pick out a round pumpkin for you for John, I think, because this is like they were still bullying him about his weight, even though he looked fine. Yeah, he was cute. I'm they kept making now. references to his big belly. And I'm like, where? I like, know. I'm like, right. I mean, I guess, but not really. It's probably because she had the tummy tucks and now she's better than him. So true. <laughs> true. And like, she thought it was so funny. I'm like, why are your kids bullying him? But it was funny because he was like, well, I'm going to get one without teeth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Maddie was like, oh. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, he was, so, he is so, it's so funny how like, he is so gentle with Kara and he's like good with the babies but like with Maddie you can tell that he literally still he already hates her because she's literally just mini Kate oh yeah and Kate either Kate laughs hysterically like when Maddie's trying to be funny because that's her you know exactly yeah Mm -hmm. and John's like "Mm -hmm." (laughs) (sighs) mm-hmm just even in this episode I was like how do we not see that come like this divorce coming they hated each other they were horrified by each other but yeah my heart really went out to him already he was just so puny and like he was 29 can you imagine I did he not realize he was when, that when they were born that young no he was 29 in this, in this episode. episode remember so because she was like a little older than him and they got married when he was probably like 21 maybe and she was like 22 or 3 yeah or four or five I don't really know and then they had the twins like probably right away Mm -hmm. so he was probably like 24 25 
Mm-hmm. And then when the babies were born, or he was probably like 22 or 23 when the twins were born. And then the babies were probably born when he was 25 or 26. Yeah, that sounds so, right. So that's oh, insane. That's so young. Yeah. Have eight kids. We're good. And then just, I had to, like, when they went to the pumpkin patch and did all of that, which we'll get into, but I was like, that is so many kids to bring places. How do you go anywhere? How do you do that? That sounds exhausting. But then she was like, oh, but we want them to have fun memories. And I'm like, I guess. Aren't you tired? <laughs> That's the thing. That's the one thing is like her excuse for literally being a see you next Tuesday and a grifter is because she wanted her kids to have memories. <laughs> so do I, but like, you got to stop somewhere. So they're saying like, whenever we go out the door, it's already so organized. Like he does this and I do this. Like I get them already and he packs the car and it's like, we need to leave it in an hour. Cool. We're leaving in an hour. So I guess like, that's fine. I would be miserable. And I feel like it's different because we, Emily, do you have children? No. Okay. Not yet. I think it's different when it's not your kids. You're like, shut up, get away from me. Like you're, you're too much. So I think like it's fun. It like Kate's like it's fun to do all this stuff because like she loves her kids so much. So it's like not exhausting. But for people who don't have kids, you're like, how do you do this? And then yeah, eight of them. No, it's crazy. And she also had they have like all the helpers in the world when the kids were babies. Yeah. And I've heard from sources, whatever, I don't know where, I've heard that she was an absolute bitch to them, even though they were mm-hmm. there for free, like church members and like friends, or just even people that like saw an article in the newspaper were like there to help feed the babies and stuff, I guess. Mm-hmm. And literally, I only watched a couple episodes. I pretty much, I pretty much watched season one because then season two was really boring. There was like nothing good. But I watched season one and like every episode, they have a different babysitter. She's like, oh yeah, this is Beverly. She's going to sit and watch TV while the babies nap while I go to the store. And then this is Joan and Joan is going to babysit the babies. Like literally it's a different woman every episode. <laughs> Just <laughs> there to like sit with door. the kids. Literally, yeah. like they had so much help and apparently she was just the biggest bitch and ungrateful, which I believe, but it's weird. It. It's hard to watch this because like with people like Cody Brown from Sister Wives and Jim Bob Duggar, it's like, I can see the narcissism, but Kate really masks it well. I think I said that last time, but she really plays it off. Like she seems very humble. In the like, beginning she did. In the beginning. Yeah. Yes. But Oh my, my favorite episode still that I think we'll probably have you back because it's so good is when they go to Utah, remember, and they get stuck on the plane because it like something happens and they have to sit on the, which I mean, I, my heart went out to him. It sucked because they had to sit on the plane for like four hours. They couldn't go anywhere, but like all the babies are like screaming and crying and Kate is alone in her seat. Like, I hate this I want to die like it's iconic it was so and then she wonders why the kids are having a fit right Uh, everything is woe is me in that episode for her it's like okay then don't take your kids on an airplane I don't know what to tell you and Um, yeah she complained a lot about in the beginning about cameras and fans and people coming up to them like she complained about it a lot and I was like you have no right this is why you have 
money and an income and a book signing and your children's hospital bills are paid off because your children's hospital bills, your tummy tuck, like this is why everything that you wanted. And then when, of course, when the show ends, she had the longest temper tantrum ever. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, she acted like, woe is me because cameras are following me. I was like, you have no right. Maybe John Mm -hmm. does, but not her. No. Well, and like that episode, everything is just like, this would only happen to us. And it's like, okay, get over yourself and like suck it up. So Kate says that every year they go and pick out pumpkins that resemble the members of their family, I guess, like size wise. So it's like two big pumpkins, two little pumpkins, and then two tiny, or six tiny pumpkins. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, you can tell that's like, they started that when the kids or when the twins were little. Mm -hmm. So they get to the pumpkin patch and, oh, but before they get there, John has to wake Kara up because Kate says Maddie falls asleep as soon as her head hits the pillow, but Kara likes to lay there and think about things till midnight. (laughs) And I was like, Kara, I get it, girl. I get it. That is so me. I'm like, get this girl, Alexa Pro and the (laughs) melatonin. (laughs) So anyway, like they let her sleep in and that's when John goes up and He's like waking her up. He's like, we got to go bye-byes. It's time to go now. And she goes, whatever. And like, yeah, her like covering her face. Like, yeah. do not look at me. I'm not ready for the world yet. Yeah. And they're like, Maddie just, also Maddie's like an early bird. She gets up in the morning and like, do, 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 like 6 a.m. And I'm like, yeah, that's probably why she has a meltdown by like 2 o'clock. <laughs> yeah, like, she's why tired. She's yeah. And Kate's like, I'm in charge of the diaper bag and the babies and John packs all the strollers and all the guy stuff in the car and whatever. And she's like, I shudder to think about how easy it is for just a person with one child and they can just grab a binky and leave. And it's like, girl, no, I don't think that's how it works. Diaper bags are a thing. Still an ordeal. It can be, yeah. yeah, One stroller's hard. I don't have kids, but like, (laughs) that's a little egregious to say. In the kitchen while they're eating breakfast, she said... John and I decided we aren't rushing today. We're going to have a fun family day. Usually if we decide we're not going to fight that day, like whatever, whatever. And then cut to later in the episode, she's like, the producer was like, do you remember when you said you weren't going to fight that day? And she was like, we said that. Yeah. She goes, we did. And then John's like, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) He's like, you knew that was going to go out the window at some point. Yeah. John was not surprised at all he's like uh-huh she was saying that she was probably saying that and he was behind her like rolling his eyes yeah. like, sure that's a yeah. miracle yeah he's like I can stick to that but we'll see about you before they even get out the door though there's a fly in the kitchen and first oh, she, yes. first she screams at him to kill it so he does and then yeah. she's like you got it on the counter well she's like but not near my food and it's like well it's a kitchen your food yeah. is fine and she's like ah! like Girl. It didn't get on your waffles. It's okay. No, it's like, on the I floor. Think she, she wanted him to just grab it with his bare hands and like squish like, it like, or, or or like release it outside. <laughs> yeah. It, she is. Yeah, she was on one. But when is she not? Honestly. Never. But it just cracks me up that they're, I mean, they are a good team, I guess, in like logistics from that standpoint. But they're just like, we work so well together. I'm like, are you sure about that? cut to that like montage of him hitting or of her hitting yeah she literally said we make a good team and like yeah him on the leg (laughs) I know that was why I was like 
she does that a lot that was like one of those things where I was like yeah the beginning and when I was watching this I was like they must have had a lot of specials because like before this because I'm like where's her tummy tuck I'm like looking through the episodes like where's the tummy tuck where's like you know when she had like all these other things I'm like oh I guess that was like the specials they did yeah they had the the first special surviving twins and sex uplets and then the second one twins and sex uplets one year later that was the tummy tuck okay because yeah she showed her stomach on the first the very first one um and then I still remember that oh me too that was I mean, I mean I'll give it to her that's that was brave it was brave I don't know if she but thought it, like someone w- out there would see it and I don't know what she well, thought. Well, there's a difference between getting that naturally because you, your body does that in genetics and getting that because you had six children living in it and mm-hmm. then they had to like somehow sew it all together again. But I can yeah. still picture it in my head, like what it looked like. Yeah. And I mean, that's mm-hmm. only to be expected because there's, there has to be so much skin to stretch to house all of them oh my god I still think about just the saran wrap mm-hmm. over yes it. and I'm like what the fuck is happening it's Ugh. like a torpedo I know literally before this it's just like a little like interstitial they're talking about like the girl probably Maddie I think or Kara whatever's complaining about shoes they have to wear because oh, Maddie's probably yeah Kate's organized everything down to the shoes they wear which again I mean I'm not gonna hate that's smart that's just being organized but Kate's like when the well she's always like when the twins were little we didn't worry about money and it's like okay anyway um but she's like there's they're starting to get used to hand-me-downs and I'm like from who they don't have older siblings I guess just from like donations but yeah but they're they're also in their brand new gap sweatshirts that you know were provided to them by probably yeah and like if gap sends us if you send us some sweatshirts we'll wear them on the show Mm -hmm. exactly they did that with uh pampers too i believe that honestly good for them oh yeah i mean no one can afford that many diapers you need to take out like a whole mortgage for that Mm -hmm. (laughs) that is where i would be like okay I'm having three diaper showers alone like one for family one for friends one for co-workers one for if you see us on the side of the road and you just want to come say hi bring us diapers <laughs> like, we're just gonna move into Costco at this point literally so they get to the pumpkin patch patch finally and they were gonna like get their strollers out but they actually had like the um hey wait, I'm getting this mixed up with another episode because oh, every yeah. episode is the same bullshit. Like, we're getting in the car. We're here. We're getting in stroller. <laughs> like, that is literally every episode. <laughs> no, but Yeah, they I'm, have the little tractor, the hayride. Yeah. Yes. So they get into the hayride, and they're riding. And she's like, apparently, some of us like hay. And it's like, it's they're just playing with hay. And they're all riding. And she says, it's going to take us to the pumpkin patch, where we're going to have 10 minutes to pick out a pumpkin. That means one minute for each of us. So I'm assuming, like the hayride will go back in 10 minutes that's or what like I there's a hayride every 10 minutes yeah because I was like that's or, oddly specific or it takes them to the apple orchard in 10 minutes but yeah maybe but I, I honestly wouldn't put it past her to like plan it to the minute um and tell the driver like you will be here exactly <laughs> 10 minutes to pick up me and only my family I can see her like giving him like a one dollar tip with like a headshot 
like stay here we're almost we'll be done in a second this episode (laughs) airs in a few weeks you can see yourself then I know Mm -hmm. which I was also shocked did anybody see like what the pumpkin patch was called I didn't because I thought they would have at least like they said the corn maze name but I didn't catch the Mm. pumpkin patch this reminded me of a place it's an apple orchard and it's in LJ and and I would go there in preschool it was the best because it was like it had like a hayride and a petting zoo and it had like one of those giant metal slides like a big farm slide Mm -hmm. and we would go there every year in preschool it was so much fun and they had like on the um hayride to like go to wherever you passed they had like wizard of oz scarecrow kind of thing or like lawn ornaments or something I can't really explain it because it was like weird like signs like cut like cutouts of Wizard of Oz characters it was really weird like when I was little it was terrifying but like it was really (laughs) cute so it kind of reminded me of that because it wasn't just like a pumpkin patch it was like a pumpkin patch apple Mm -hmm. orchard like activity although I've never been to a place that has the big corn pile (laughs) or like the corn kernel thing that was weird I think I I missed that maybe it I, you the know what maze? they might not have shown no they sh- they might show it in the intro okay. but like you know when people go to pumpkin packs like some of them have it's like a ball pit but it's corn yes and it's I- so bizarre yeah. I do remember that in the preview yeah. yeah so I guess they probably did that and just didn't show it they had one like that in, in Athens um oh really yeah where I went to college and it was so fun, but yeah, I know the the corn curdle thing went straight away after COVID. I can imagine them like being in like my, my bra, like sand at the beach, like <laughs> pulling your pants down and having like seventy corn kernels. Oh, yeah, gosh. like they're in their socks. And <laughs> yeah, oh my god, that's annoying. I mean, none of that looks fun to me. But I've also like I have I don't think I've seen it outside of like reality TV, so it must be like a regional thing but I guess if you've seen it in Athens not really yeah yeah Yeah. the Athens place was really similar to where they went I guess wherever we would go it's like pony rides and that's it Mm -hmm. (laughs) so they start picking out their pumpkins and Colin goes straight they're like he likes the big pumpkins even though he can't get one and he's like trying to find the biggest pumpkin and it was like really sad to see them like talk about or to hear them like talk so sweetly about him and that's what I thought too yeah although I was impressed because you never see the Duggars being like that is so him he just loves and he loves collecting things and like lining them up because that's what they're saying they're like Colin really likes stuff that's all the same size and he loves collecting stuff and John was like oh yeah he loves collecting stuff and like Mm -hmm. and they're just like it's just so him and I was like oh my god this is so sad but like at least they had like a good grip on like every like what every kid was like Mm-hmm. and he was calling the balls right yeah. and then um Alexis can't pick between a couple pumpkins and that was the cutest thing I've ever seen that was yeah. so funny they were like like a little lady like, shopping for shoes she's mm-hmm. like I can't decide so I'll get them both she just, just kept setting was, them down picking them up it was <laughs> so funny I know and they're just so sweet like because they just love their kids and they're like it was just so cute and it's just oh it breaks my heart that that they don't see these kids anymore like that's crazy to me I know that, like he doesn't see Alexis 
It was um, fun. Like, it's just weird to see them have, like, a sense of humor like that. Or yeah. kind of jumping around. But they were just, like, being funny with each other. And yeah, it's just crazy to... I, like, forgot about everything else that happened later on. And just, like, watching this, just this episode, it was, like, they really were pretty funny together. Yeah, I mean, I've yeah. always thought that, I mean, it's so dark to say this, but, like, if they just had the twins, I think they would have had a really good life. And the twins would have had a really good life. Because I was telling my mom this the other day, I was like, it's weird because for a TLC show, like at least the ones I watch, it's weird to see a family that like had jobs, like actually have like real jobs, like IT and nursing and not like, you know, like the Duggars, oh, we have a used car lot and that, you know, stuff like that. It's like weird to see people who like had careers and a life before having so many kids. So it's like the kids are their lives, but like in a responsible way, I guess. I don't know. I kind of went, I don't even know where I was going with that. But like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, it was just, it's weird because they're like actually people who had lives outside of the show and like outside of what they do on the show, I guess. Mm-hmm. And now this is their, yeah. their life. <laughs> yeah. And their career. John anyway, I'll probably say... cut that out. <laughs> John did say in like a more recent interview if they if they never had the show, he didn't say like if we never had the sex tuplets, but kind of alluded to that. Like if we never had the show or anything, eventually they would have split anyway, like maybe later, but eventually they would have because their personalities just didn't go well together. Yeah, I could see that. I could definitely see that. And that's what's sad. But like, I think they would have lasted a lot longer. And yeah. Have like really nice life without the sex tuplets. Which I get, it's so dark to say, I don't think that they should, I mean, I don't think that that's how that should have been, but that's how I think it would be. Mm Because, you know, there's like episodes where Kate's like, I used to not even care what I was buying when it was twins. It was just like, I'd go and like, pick it out, like at the grocery Mm -hmm. store. I wouldn't even think about sales. So yeah, that's like weird to think about how different things could have been. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, of course, Kate, like, turns the drama to a 10 when she's trying to find hers. Suddenly, there's no pumpkin. Everyone help me look for the mommy pumpkin. I laughed so hard when uh, Kate told John, like, get a big one because you're the dad. And he was like, well, what size are you going to get? She goes, a little petite one. And And he's like, like, my wife's going to get a squash. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. So, yeah, she was like, mommy, let's let's find mommy a pumpkin. It's like, get your own mm-hmm. they got theirs mm-hmm. like I know like the sick tuplets were finding easier pumpkins than you she was like I want the cleanest one in the patch yeah. and it was like funny but also I don't think she was kidding no no at all like I'm just now, now starting to realize what a clean freak she was because when I was little like I obviously was like well she's a mom and she's got kids out you know she just wants to have a clean house like that's normal and now I'm like oh god she was like Howie Mandel levels of like has to be clean yes it's like how I should be and how I am if I wasn't so like I'm a not a germaphobe but like I like things to be clean but I'm not very good at organizing so it's just (laughs) kind of like everything is like a big pit like you can see my suitcase freaking hate like I can never get these right like 
but I so like I see where she's coming from but I'm also like she was not messing around yeah when they were apple picking one of the girls got probably dirt yeah on her hand and she freaked out like yeah it was an overreaction Whenever and Unless whenever it was like she like dog poop, but it was probably dirt. Well, yeah, I could see that. But like anytime she has any kind of like ooh or like a, oh no, she does that like really high pitched scream, and everybody's just like what? Yeah, it's <laughs> always at a like, time. Yeah, she'd be like, oh, well, I almost stepped in gum or like something like that. She's always at a ten. Mm-hmm. Always. <laughs> but yeah, she took forever to find her fucking pumpkin. That was when the producers were like, remember you guys said that you aren't going to fight today? Yeah. Of course, the toddlers loved having a job and like picking the apples. They were like, we were shocked that the- they got so into it. And I'm like, yeah, I'm sure they really liked having a direction. Not mm-hmm. that I'm shamed because they obviously know how to like keep them busy. But like, they were so shocked that toddlers like picking things up and putting them in boxes mm-hmm. or something. That is, like, a toddler's favorite thing to do, I think. Oh, yeah. It, I loved it. It was so cute just watching them, the the little ones, just mindlessly walk around the pumpkin patch. And, like, they're just in their own world, happy as a clam. Mm-hmm. It was so cute. Yeah. God, I, these, again, they're so fucking cute. I they're cannot so stand cute. it. But then, I think Kara had that breakdown about the baskets, which yes, I don't even know. Yeah. But it's just funny when they have, like, a fit, and then on the couch, John and Kate are like, oh, yeah, that was weird. <laughs> like, it's so, like, nonchalant to them, because it, I'm sure it happens 15 times a day. So when they, like, try to bring it up, they're like, oh, yeah, that happened. She was mad. Like, it is she what it is. To be mad about. Yeah. Yeah. She was like, you told me that was my basket. And John was like, yeah. The reason you don't have the basket is because it was getting too heavy, because they were, like, at first, like, 10 apples, and then 20 apples, like, Apples are pretty heavy when they're back there like that. Yeah. And, and then he, like, oh. he was like, okay, and like hands it back to her and she like snatches it, turns around. <laughs> <laughs> like that is the level of, I don't think I would have survived. If I were John, I would have been out the door so many years before this. I mean, I'd be, I'd be like, you can, you can try to carry it if you want. One less thing for me to carry. It's going to be too heavy and you're like, going to get up, how- but you can try they might not be perfect parents, but like I would have backhanded some of those kids so fast if I were John. The way that twins talk to him, it'd be over. I wonder where they learned like, that. I'm not right. Well, that's the thing is he's just such a doormat, I guess. I know. Oh, and then Kate pulls her camera out to take pictures, and she's like, "Gosh darn it! I just don't know how to work this. It doesn't work." And he's like, "Well, it's kind of like a computer. It's probably just the user." And she's like, "Well." And it looked like it was from, like, 1999. And yeah. it's just, like, for some, like, it hasn't been that long. But for some reason, it's so weird to see, like, a digital camera and not a phone, you know? Yeah. Like, I probably used one not even 10 years ago. But still, it's like, oh, my God, I forgot about those. Yeah, they. this was probably, like, flip phone time. So, like, yeah. phones could take pictures, but not a nice family picture. Right, like a grainy, blurry, yeah, pixelated. So then they go to the corn maze, and just the second they got there, I'm like, I cannot believe she's doing this. I said, they get to the corn maze, I have instant chest pain. Literally. Why would you bring six, what, 
two or three year olds to a corn maze you're, when you're gonna get lost. I wouldn't bring like two two year olds to a corn maze. No, I wouldn't do a corn maze. It's I'm way not too smart easy. enough. Like, I can't know. Because we would all be crying by the end of it because we could not find our way out. We would be in there for hours. Mm-hmm. I would be like four feet in and get a panic attack because I'd be claustrophobic. Like, no. John is already like instantly emasculated because they start walking in and Kate's like, okay, we're going this way. And he's like, oh, here we go. Master of directions. Yeah. And it's like, John, <laughs> also just stand up for yourself if you think. Although, you know what? I'm not even going to say that because he can't, you can't argue with Kate. I'm not even going to try. She is. No. Right. And it's it like arguing with a wall. It would have caused a whole scene and then yeah, he yeah. And then Aiden gets lost. Somehow with so all of cute. them there, he gets lost. It was really cute. But it reminded me of a couple weeks ago when I watched the wife swap with her and Kendra Wilkinson. Aiden got lost then too, didn't he? He got lost at like whatever sky zone or something. Yeah. And Kendra was like, fuck, where's Aiden? But yeah, I was like, oh my God, he he's like me in Best Buy. He's like, okay, bye. Yeah. Like, if I go to Best Buy with my dad, we absolutely do get lost because he likes to spend 20 minutes in every aisle. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to go here. Mm-hmm. And, or he'll find me because I accidentally hit one of those buttons with the speaker. <laughs> um, and that has happened. And I was an adult. And it does not get any less embarrassing. <laughs> you have to run but away. <laughs> literally, that is me. Aiden is me. If I go out shopping with my dad. It was so funny too, like when he was running, he could definitely hear them calling his name and he just looks around, looks at the camera and smiles and then keeps running. Just laughed and and laughed. And the fact that they're like, he got lost and it's like, I bet the camera followed him. Like he got lost, but he had a camera with him. Someone was with him. Yeah. Because he he turned around and smiled to the cameraman. Mm -hmm. He was so stinking cute. I know. But the best part was John was like. I found him, but I wanted to just kind of like surprise him. So I hid in the corn and jumped out and he thought it was funny. And I was like, you're not God. supposed to do it. Well, I'm like, thank God he took it well. If I he just in, giggled. I on, on the ground crying. I know he was so cute. He loved it. If I were John, I would have been like, okay, back in the corn one more time. Yeah. <laughs> and I forgot that Aiden didn't get glasses until later. Right. Oh, yeah. So he didn't have his glasses. And I was like, where are your glasses? Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he did have them and he just didn't put them on that day. Maybe. I didn't see him that whole episode. But I was like, he's so cute. He is. It's going to sound terrible. And it doesn't, I'm not trying to sound mean. Obviously, I feel like all of us went into watching it. And I feel like everybody else, you guys were watching for Colin, right? Like, just to see if he was just like a little bit off. And the only one who really misbehaved was Aiden. Yeah, I'm like, oh, okay. So I was wrong. Well, he slipped away, but that wasn't, I mean, right. I mean, wander off. Maddie and Kara, though, had a difficult time. Jesus Christ. Like they, well, especially episode. Maddie. Maddie really stood out to me as like the difficult one. Colin d- never did. Well, the thing that worries me about Kara is how I was saying we need a wellness check on Kara because again, in that wife swap, I don't think she said two words. I didn't finish it, but with everything that I'd seen, like a good, like almost all of it. And Maddie was the only one that spoke mm-hmm. like at all. And Ken and, and Kara just kind of like 
did everything for Maddie and, you know, just like did everything for the kids. And, and it seems like they're those types of personalities kind of shine through even in just the first episode. Like Maddie was very vocal, very like not yeah. bossy, but bossy, just knew what she wanted to do. And then Kara was kind of behind the scenes, quiet. Mm-hmm. And I was always, I was very surprised, pleasantly surprised about how well-spoken Maddie was already. Yeah, yeah, she was. I mean, part of it is her literally just like imitating Kate and being a little Kate, but she would like talk to the producers and the camera people when it was like just her and like explain what they were going to do that day, mm-hmm. like better than Kate would. Yeah, and she was she, very she was, witty. Yeah, and she, well, she just sounded like nonchalant and professional about it. Like yeah. she'd been doing it forever. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. But other than that, she's a little bitch. <laughs> I mean, I was not expecting it to hit that hard. I was like, I would not last one day with her. I can't. No. She would be She's a firecracker. She yeah. is. But I do feel bad for her because, like, one day, like, half of the attention was on her and she got whatever she wanted and she got all attention and, like, everything. And then a little while later, she was expected to help a lot with all these yeah. babies that – are loud and require a lot of attention and she's only five or six yeah she's so little Mm -hmm. she's still a kid yeah I always think it's interesting how I think they do a pretty good job of doling out the attention to the twins and the babies but but then it gets to a point where they're like still calling the like the sex tablets babies and it's like okay they're six and they can (laughs) walk and talk and they like you are not much older, like, the twins aren't much older than them anymore, like, they are all full-functioning adult, or uh, people, Adults. (laughs) but, I mean, basically, like, I forgot what I was, like, what, if I was watching an episode or something, and they're, like, the babies are doing this, and it's, like, they're five, it is literally, they're five, they're not babies, they're about as old as Maddie and Carol were when the show started, and they were acting like adults, (laughs) So it's just, so I'm like, I wonder if they're like emotionally stunted because they were always kind of the babies. Probably. And like, yeah, I mean, the, this whole community and every, all of the fans just consider them like those baby sextuplets or like the Gosselin sextuplets, the, the Gosselin babies for so long. That, and I'm sure they're just used to like following Maddie and Kara's lead. Yeah. And it being like Maddie and Kara and then them. Which is, mm-hmm. I guess, fine. I think that's just the way it is. Some of the kids ride the barrel tractors, <laughs> which are really cute. They're like the little water barrels that they put on wheels and then somebody drives them around. Except Hannah didn't want to. And then Joel had a poopy diaper. So he didn't <laughs> want to sit. And then Kate's Announced like... it. Yeah. <laughs> I know. And it was so funny because Kate's like, Hannah was trying to check his diaper. Yeah. Because she sees me check all the kids' diapers. And Joel did not want her to do that. He was not having it. I'm he like, like pushed her hand away. He's like, no, hand, yeah. you know. It was so <laughs> cute. Like, that was so... like one of the funniest moments that always stood out uh-huh. to me. <laughs> the ba- the toddler also in diapers, like goes to check his diaper. <laughs> yeah. And she said, Are you poopy? That's so Hannah. Just yeah. harken back to that. <laughs> yep. Hannah. And that's also the sad thing is like in these episodes, she's like, Hannah is mommy's helper. Hannah does this and Hannah doesn't live with her anymore. So that was always a shocking thing to me is like, if you were to tell me that this was going to happen 
and two of the kids were gonna leave I guess Colin I don't really know the boys very well except for Aiden and then I would say like Alexis or Leah because Alexis was always wild and Leah I could just see her being over it so it's weird that Hannah's the one that was like I'm out I would have guessed maybe Kara because she was always closer to John too that's true they had the same energy I mean it was literally Mm -hmm. that was John and then Maddie was was Kate Kate. yeah Mm -hmm. so John realizes or they realize while they're following this tractor thing that it's gonna go by their car so Kate starts screaming at John first of all the fact that she thinks she's keeping up is hysterical to me because she's got like the two babies and then at one point Hannah just falls and eats it Mm -hmm. she like falls straight over but yeah they're like she's like chasing this thing and she's like John John stop John wait wait and John's like already made the plan that he's gonna get the guy to stop at the car and so they actually like when he does that she goes I I didn't think you were gonna get that you understood and he's like yeah that was my plan too and she's like no I said it and he's like no I was already gonna do that that's honestly I could picture when Kate was screaming like stop like and it was like her idea and John was saying like I already had a plan like that's what I was gonna do yeah I felt I could relate to Kate because I would definitely do something like that and I was like oh that is crazy but I was like (laughs) I I would definitely do that yeah because I'm like you couldn't hear me you didn't what if you didn't stop and then we'd have to go all the way back that's kind of how I would be thinking same well that and but I'm also John being like it's not like a novel idea like it just kind of worked out but just I do think he was a little bit too like defensive and argumentative about it being his idea it's just like just be glad it worked out yeah like who cares whose idea it was (laughs) I guess they do so now we're back home and they start carving this is where I got anxious because I was like this is obviously this cannot go well they get like everything out and start carving the pumpkins and it probably was like a either like a different day or they probably did nap time and then did this so they have like all this paper laid out on the table and they had brought all the high chairs up and Kate's like she loves to explain super obvious easy things as if it were like oh that worked out like she's like we just pulled them right up to the table and it's like yeah that's what high chairs are for like mm-hmm. It's a high chair and a table. It was just funny. She was just like, it just worked out so perfectly. Because they're in the garage and they've got like paper on the table and, you know, everything Mm -hmm. that you need for pumpkin carving. And they start carving the pumpkins. And no surprise, the boys love digging out the guts. But Kara doesn't. (laughs) And shagging. Yeah. She kind of was like, she was more Maddie than Maddie was in this episode. To me, I was like a little, yeah, a little bit surprised by how dramatic she was this whole episode. Um, John's like, last year I gave Kate's pumpkin a frowny face. It's like <laughs> it was like, appropriate. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, and then Kate's like, well, this year I'm making yours fat, and it's like, oh my god, enough with these fat jokes. He's not fat. You're giving him a complex. It's either about how fat he is or how much hair he doesn't have. Like, yeah, because they gave him his pumpkin a bald spot this year. Yeah, that's so <laughs> relentless. And you know that she just thinks it's so funny to talk about with the twins, which is so inappropriate. And the mm-hmm. twins are like into joking about it too. And 
I just can't imagine how awful that must be for John. I know. So have your kids ganging up on you. I know. Yeah. So many. So my best friend has a three-year-old and she told me a little while ago, she doesn't let her watch Peppa Pig anymore because there were too many fat jokes about the dad. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, kind of, kind of like Kate and the kids and John, but like she, I mean, it's like a cartoon with a family of pigs, but I was watching it with them once. And I do remember like lots of times they would like laugh at how big the dad's belly was or how much the dad's going to eat or something. And she's oh like, yeah, God. I don't, I don't let her watch Peppa Pig anymore because they bullied the dad. <laughs> I thought you were going to say because she gets a British accent. Oh no. My niece does though. Oh, I really? have a British accent from Peppa. She'll be like, mommy, <laughs> I need more juice. My niece, she used to call my sister, uh, Pep- uh mommy pig. She went <laughs> through a phase where she called her mom. Oh my God. Cause of Peppa. Mm-hmm. That is worse. I'd be like, don't you dare use those words with me. My word, my name is not Mommy Pig. I am just mom. I am nowhere near pig. See, this is why I can't have kids. I would not be able to take these jokes. They would bully me relentlessly, and I would take it. Kids can be ruthless. They're so ruthless. They can dish it out. They can't take it. No, that was kids are yeah. Kids suck. First of all, they're like 20 minutes, well, uh, not 20 minutes, but they're like a good ways into carving, having a great time. Everybody's getting along, they're getting it done, and it looks really fun, and Kate all of a sudden just gets this like itch that she needs to clean everything up, and John is literally like him, like arm in a pumpkin, like mm-hmm. what? it's not, I'm not done. And uh, her rolling just, up the paper going, no. No, no. <laughs> like it was insane. I'm like, Kate, you're not even halfway done. This is not and they're that having was fun. Yes. I was like, they are not fighting. They're being safe. Everybody's having fun. John's mm-hmm. in a good mood. Like, and but of course she just has to ruin it. She mm-hmm. just has to make it's that bipolar. That's not funny. I'm not making a joke. But it was very that was probably like her like click um but apparently John's glad that Kate's a neat freak because I guess it makes his life easier somehow just not now but at this point I was like how are they both so blind to each other's hatred of each other like the mutual hatred of one another is astounding and they don't give shit like they don't even realize it it's crazy was that the end of the episode? Yeah, it shows like all the all the pumpkins in the driveway. And then I think they, they might have did like a blooper reel or an extras or something because John got yes. yelled at again for rambling. Yes, he was like talking about how like the weighing of the apples. And she said, John, yeah. they know how to weigh apples. And I'm she like, went, oh, John. <laughs> yeah, John. Oh my gosh. I know that's every episode. Like I sent you guys that one where he's like, Carrie, Carrie, Kara and Maddie wanted to find presents for each other. So we went and she's like, John, it's easier to say, just say Kara and Maddie bought presents for each other. And uh, um, his face is just like. Sometimes yeah, but- like, I won't say anything ever again. Yeah. Right? Just shuts down. <laughs> and she's like, okay. Just the <laughs> fact that like, she just she has that kind of moment where she blasts at him 
and he takes it but she doesn't have the moment where she she doesn't ever like look over to like see how he's absorbing it he it's just mm-hmm. on to the next thing then she's just like now we're, now we're fine that is accurate like, mm-hmm. she's not really reading. or she'll be like aren't we funny yeah she's and not really she like re- reading his body language at all Mm-mm. yeah no responsibility nothing so that was pretty much the episode yeah. I was shocked that they were only 20 minutes like obviously on cable commercials and everything they were only 30 minute slots but I was like 20 minutes now just seems so fast but mm-hmm. 20 minutes on cable doesn't and I was like oh, there's not more to this I know it's so weird to watch this and like some episodes of Duggars where I'm like wait like we just started and it's already over that's how I used to measure like Lizzie McGuire was always it had two commercials and by the second commercial it it was over because when it came back it was like a blooper reel and like the credits I would always be like well that was a good episode Mm -hmm. okay Okay, so they always did bloopers yeah okay so Tay in our for our podcast at the end we always ask each other what we learned from this recap. So what did you learn from this episode of John and Kate plus eight? What did I learn? Oh, you might have to cut some of this for time. Like I'm thinking. Oh, it's okay. Can Emily go first? Sure. If you want, uh-huh. yeah. I learned that John and Kate did actually have their good moments as a team when it came to getting out the door. Usually. There were definitely some episodes where Kate would like forget a million things and send them back, but you never see them out in public and be like, oh no, we forgot diapers. We forgot a bottle. We forgot this or that. Never. So like they did have their moments of teamwork, I guess. Yeah. I was just going to say like, it seemed like they used to have like a good sense of humor it was like just dry with each other and like it seemed like they did make a good team they had some fun and it was just maybe like a little bit of survival mode because what do you do with eight kids in a day yeah well and I could see like how you know how sometimes like it's like parent joking because they were still getting along because they weren't on like the same level as their kids they were still like on a different mental plane as them that they could get away with joking and like saying things that the kids don't understand stuff like that so they could still have like that adult type relationship without the kids being involved whereas like later on I feel like that I feel like the kids could catch on (laughs) um but I also learned like I think the way they work together like Emily said was really surprising I think they would have been very good co-workers. Like, yeah. they work together very well. I don't know if they have the best relationship, but, like, the way that they both are, like, the the competence they both have for what they do works very well. Like, all, all the tasks that she does and all the tasks that he does, like, I think they work very well together, like, side by side. But, yeah. I, I think they would make a lot better friends like if maybe they had married other people and then as a group they were all friends I think as friends they would get along really really well 
they would help each other out and have that same fun like rapport that they have like the sly jokes and stuff but she would still beat him yeah but no I think that's true and it is so weird because people often like through all the books and podcasts and articles and stuff that I've been through about them people are always like she sought John out because John's dad was a dentist and she wanted to be wealthy and blah, 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 blah. Like, and I'm like, okay, maybe, but there's a point where he had to fall in love with her too. And he had to, because if he didn't love her at least a little bit, he wouldn't be there. And he wouldn't have given, like, they wouldn't have maybe done the whole like baby stuff that they had to do. Right. Also, I was telling Emily that I saw, since they didn't, they did IUI instead of IVF, which I think is like, it sounds like they just put the sperm in Kate instead of like taking the egg out and putting the sperm in and then putting it back. So it was kind of, it sounds like IVF, but like minus a couple steps. And this article was saying like, since Kate was a nurse, she knew how to do that, I guess. And so she would go to the clinic and get the injections and then she would go home and like order injections or something and she would go home and like do her own injections. So she would like triple them. Yeah, she like ordered some from Mexico under a different name, like obtained them illegally. This yeah. is what this woman is claiming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that she got pregnant in high school, so she was never infertile. Like, she went and lied and said, like, oh, we've been trying and nothing's happening, so I need the drugs. Mm-hmm. Huh. I've never heard these types of claims. And she was obsessed with this family called the Makahi family, who, they were, like, the first, in, like, the late 90s, like, the first sensationalized family to have six tuplets, and she... I don't know. They might have been close by to them, too, but Kate, like, became obsessed with them, and um, to the point where they had kids, Alexis and Joel, as well, and so Kate named the babies Alexis and Joel, which I don't know if that's just a coincidence or what. Like, it's still very much, like, hearsay, I would say, Mm -hmm. because I'm like, that's just, like, sounds like a lot of work, but apparently she can handle it, so I don't know, but that's what people are saying. So that is interesting. Yeah. And I think she got this because um, one of her old co-workers wrote a book called How Kate Gosselin Fooled the World. That's and published, the book, yeah. Yeah, and published some of her, her old diary entries in there, which don't really read like a diary entry. So I don't. I really don't know if all this is true or not and written by her and the true things. I mean, some of it I could believe, but I'm some not going to say it's fact. it sounds like... Some of it sounds like somebody that was truly, like, had a burning hatred for her Mm -hmm. and wanted to say just anything they could. But then some of it does sound pretty accurate, I guess. Yeah. Like, the whole thing about her cornering John and chasing after him and, you know, I don't know if I believe that. Because at some point, like, he had to be attracted to her. Yeah. And she was really pretty. They showed, Mm -hmm. I forget what episode I watched they're talking about the hair that they used to have and she was like John's hair used to be slicked back and like spiky like 90s and then he's like so did Kate's it was really kind of funny like he made like a funny (laughs) joke and they showed a picture of her and she was really pretty like not like 
when people are like, oh, she was really pretty, but like, she was like celebrity pretty. If you had shown me the picture and said it was like 90210, like an actress or something, <laughs> I would believe you. She was stunning. Yeah, she just had like a really pretty face. Mm-hmm. And he seems like the type of guy that would like to um, be the sub. Mm-hmm. That is literally their relationship. Oh, yeah. I think they rushed into it for sure. Oh, yeah. Well, definitely. And they were super young, or he was, yeah, he was super young. That's crazy to me. He's younger than I am now when he had the sex couplets. That's insane. I know. And I, I also just wonder, like, what he, like, what his thought process was, like, his side of the story about after the twins having, like, let's do one more. Like, did he even realize? that they didn't that she was doing all that and or didn't even realize that she was planning that because they always say like we were thinking one more and ended up with six and I feel like that's not really the case anymore right and yeah he's never responded to these claims that she was doing it on purpose or well because I feel like he's just a good person who's not gonna be like yeah I didn't want my kids yeah, he can't really say that now. <laughs> well, he did say in the very first special, he was like, I miss the family of four. Life was good with just the twins. And somebody wanted to have one more. Yeah, I was kind of like, ooh, there's some resentment. Just a smidge. Both things also, can be and true. And one of the producers, I think, asked, like, I have a question, John, do you resent Kate? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I wonder how different it would have been if they were like, yeah, we can get one more but like, let's wait a couple, like if they had waited till the twins were like seven or eight, as opposed to like four or five, mm-hmm. if they would have been like, yeah, we still want one more, you know, we still want this many, or if they would have been divorced, like, you know, I just, I wonder what, that's such a good case of what could have been and all the sliding doors of everything are so mm-hmm. wild, like yeah. to think about. Well, this was so much fun. Oh, Thanks one more for question. having me. Oh. One more question. Sorry. Who oh. was your favorite kid? I think I always loved Aiden. Yeah, I think so. Too. I think Aiden um, my favorite. and Aiden and I don't even know. I want to say Hannah because she is like, they really don't talk about the others. Like you don't really get a sense of the other personality except for Alexis. Probably Aiden and Hannah because they were so cute. Mm-hmm. Aiden yeah. was definitely number one for me, though, especially when he was a different animal every day. Yes. I know. I watched the one the other night where they go to the zoo. Yeah. And it was another one where she's like, oh, my God, he loves it. I'm like, yeah, he's a toddler. He likes the zoo, you know. It was, <laughs> but it was really cute because they were like they had a tour guide who was the zookeeper. And he was like this nice old man. And um, she was like and Aiden just took to him perfectly. And yeah. he carried him around the whole time. And like would just talk and talk and talk and Aiden would just hold conversations with him about these animals and the guy you know was just happy to talk to him and just telling him everything and Aiden was just eating it all up it was and so cute it was really cute he just carried was, Aiden around everywhere mm-hmm. and then they showed um Alexis the alligator mm-hmm. that was cute too oh the funny one was um one of the kids was like with Kate and like points to the alligator or whatever the crocodile she's like that you and Kate goes okay <laughs> thanks I guess that's me 
that is something about Kate is like she never really denies like being a bitch she kind of like lets stuff like that bounce off of her yeah you know, comfortable she, with who she, she is yeah it's like she's not affected by how she might look yeah especially yeah. Like when they show her the clip and she's like oh well it was a stressful time or something yeah she's like well I mean what did you want me to do yeah <laughs> like what did you expect yeah she's like I said she's an enigma mm-hmm. she sure is well anyway this was so much fun <laughs> Yeah. I really want to do this again sometime. I'll find some episodes to do, but this was awesome. Thanks Thank for you. having me. This was so fun. You really fit in very well. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I was nervous. That was awesome. I'm so glad you were here. I know I, I could oh. talk about Johnny Cake Plus 8 for as long as someone would let me. So <laughs> I wrote down when in the um, intro, they said that when the intro was five minutes long, they're like, Kara is a sweetie and everyone's friend. Maddie, and Kate's like, she's our free spirited child. <laughs> and it's like, that's one way to say it. That's a really um, nice way Aiden, to put it. Right. Aiden is the little professor. And it's like, because mm-hmm. he wears glasses. What? Okay. Because he likes Colin. To, yeah, he likes to study things, they say. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Colin is stubborn yet kind. And I feel like, like I'm like, Kate. Hey, look in the mirror. Yeah, um, for real. Joel is sneaky and cuddly. I'm like, that's a little sounds like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then they're like, Alexis is just wild. <laughs> and they say Hannah is the leader and mommy's helper, and Lee is the tiny controller. And I'm like, I don't see that at all because I can't think of one Leah moment no. that like ever sticks out to me. Everything I can think of is Hannah and Aiden. Probably because the other two didn't, because Hannah is the most, looks the most different, I guess. And obviously Aiden does too because of glasses. And his hair was always shorter. I think Leah was the one that liked Maddie and Kara the most, like really followed them and wanted to be just like them. They like took to her too, since she was the smallest. They always like wanted to help her and be with her. So she, maybe she got that kind of like leadership role from them yeah I would also say I can't really think of anything specific but for some reason I can kind of I feel like Leah is also my favorite because I think she was the cutest she was so cute mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and she was just always kind of like in the background and I just relate to that I guess yeah I think Aiden and Leah cried the least <laughs> You don't really see a whole lot of meltdowns from them. Yeah, like the least dramatic. Yeah. They're so cute. They were. So we're definitely going to have you back. Yes. I would love to come back. All right. I'll let you guys go. But this was so fun. Thank you so much for doing this. And I'm so glad we could schedule it. Yes, me too. Yeah. Just let me know when you guys want me back. Of course. We absolutely will. Yes. I'll talk talk to you guys guys soon. All right. See ya. Bye. Bye. Bye.